The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, welcome back. And thank you for joining us again for another daily devotional live stream. And if you're listening to this or watching it later, thanks for watching it on demand and or listening to it and just giving us a couple minutes to be part of your day. Uh, it's a great privilege to to be in the Word of God. It's a great privilege to be able to teach it and to share it. And uh, so those of you who have joined us, just give me uh, the great opportunity. And it's a great honor for me to be able to share the Word of God with you today. Uh, a couple quick things. We're going to be in Proverbs 2 in just a moment. But I just want to mention a couple things about this coming weekend. I want to remind you, uh, we moved. We were doing two identical services, one at 9.30 and one at 11. And for this current section in our bring back, in our, our we coming back to church through the COVID time, uh, we've moved just to one morning service at 10 o'clock. Uh, there's still plenty of room for social distancing and things of that nature. And so if you're interested in coming, I, I encourage you to come back. Uh, if you're not comfortable, then I just encourage you to jump on a TV or computer screen or something and keep watching us and joining us live. Uh, but if you're comfortable, I encourage you to join us. There's plenty of room. Uh, we've already made the decision that if somehow, even though we're in one service, if somehow this, that room begins to fill uh, to a point where we feel like we're not, com- we're not being able to offer the social distancing that's suggested right now at this time, we would just go back to two identical services again in the morning. And uh, some of the things we'd like to bring back, we'd like to here in a few weeks start bringing back choir, um, children's church, some of these things. We just really we make sure we're safe doing it. So here in the next couple of weeks, and honestly, in some of that, we were waiting to the end of the summer anyway. So as we look to September and we look to kind of the fall, getting back some of the excitement that fall brings and like getting back to church, uh, we're going to begin adding those things in. Um, so we look forward to all of that coming back here in just a few weeks. And uh, so... And other things is we really, our desire is to get back to as normal as we can in the midst of all of this. And, uh, you know, I don't know how long it'll be uh, before masks are not considered a great thing anymore and everybody has to wear it. And obviously today, and you know, just, just, just recently I'm hearing about the vaccines potentially coming out here soon. So you don't know what the future holds. What we do know is that we have a God's control and we can come and worship. So we would invite you to come. And even if somehow you're watching this or listening to this and you're not, and never been to our church, we invite you to join us. Um, right here in Ben Salem, not too far from 95 or Route 1. So we invite you to come join us. Um, if you're not sure, watch us online and then just get a chance to see what, what we do. But we would love to have you come and join us for a 10 o'clock service. Remember Sunday, uh, we bring back our Sunday night service. Uh, our Sunday night service starts at 6 o'clock. Um, it's going to be you know, a little unique, as we mentioned, and all of the things, some of the things we gain from the quarantine time, one of the things we did on the Sunday nights is sometimes we had a, just a different type of live stream. We did some games, we did some things that we thought kind of tried to still connect the church in a more family-oriented way. And Sunday night's unique because it predominantly is our, just our church family. So we wanted to make it a little more unique than just repeating the morning service. Uh, we wanted at a time where there was a little more engagement in your testimonies and, and praise, a little more music on a Sunday night. So we're just going to add a little bit to it, and a bit of more of a casual atmosphere. We encourage you to come, bring family. Um, your children will still be in there. Uh, we encourage you to come and just join us as we have a great time of family fellowship Sunday night. So Sunday night at 6, and we really do encourage you to come as we're going to sing some great hymns of the faith. Uh, most everything you're hearing in the first few weeks you're going to be familiar with. And we're just going to take some time and just really enjoy 
Grace uh, Praise Service, as we're calling it. Um, and we just hope you join us, whether online or in person. Uh, that'll be coming back Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Um, today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 2. And uh, it's, uh, I'm going to start with a thought, then we'll get to the sections. I'd like to kind of bring a thought in before we study. One of the things I hope to do when we, and we do these devotionals is not just what we call running commentary. Hey, let me explain what the Greek and Hebrew are in these different verses as much as we want to dig deep to get the truth because understanding the scripture helps answer the questions. Um, but I want us to understand that the Bible is extremely relevant. Even Proverbs, from thousands of years, written thousands of years ago, is extremely relevant to the events of today. And so, I, and this is this one's extremely practical across board. So let me let me throw out this scenario. I'm, I'm going to start it with the idea of kind of going from one parent to other parents. As a Christian parent, I wonder: Has there ever been a time? when uh, your children have asked you to do something, to watch something, to go somewhere with some friends, maybe spend the night somewhere, and there was just something in you that felt like you just were not comfortable allowing them to go. Uh, you couldn't put your finger on it. You didn't necessarily have a problem with the people maybe they were hanging out with. Um, you didn't necessarily, you didn't know enough about what was going on really in your mind to make a decision, but something in you just made you uncomfortable. The problem you run into is when your children ask you and you say yes or no, part of you wants to be able to say, he no, I'm not comfortable and here are the four reasons. And that becomes the battle because if you feel like you can't justify the lack of concern, then you wonder is it valid, is it not? And you wonder what's going on. In some scenarios, maybe you found this. Maybe you said, you know, I just don't feel comfortable, and they stayed home, and then later on you found out some things that happened, and not necessarily even planned, but happened. You're glad maybe your child wasn't part of it. In some scenarios, you sent them, and then the next day say, man, I wish I hadn't. I wish I'd known more. As parents, one of the things we have to understand is that we're not always going to know what's happening that night, but we have a God who does. And so there are going to be times that God, in his wisdom and his direction to the Holy Spirit, will just give us lack of peace on something. And we need to understand as parents, that's okay to say no. And you say, well, how does that deal with today? Let me go to one more side, and then I'll get into the scripture today. How about if you're not a parent, or not even as a parent, just as, as individual Christians, we have to do the same thing. So we've been invited to participate in something, or someone's you know, beginning to talk to us, hey, let's go do this, or let's go do that. Or um, there's opportunities, and you're just not comfortable with it, and it's lack of peace, and you have to evaluate, is it, is it lack of peace from God, or is it, I just don't want to do it, is it, is it something God wants me to do, and I'm not sure. And, and I'm telling you, not only are you going to struggle evaluating those questions um, from your own perspective, then you wonder, is my doubt from the Lord saying, don't do it? Is it from Satan bringing fear? I tell you, Satan will fill your mind with a million things. And so you sit there in confusion. I'm struggling. What do I do? One thing I remind you of in all of this, that the Bible teaches us that God is not the author of confusion. And why do I say that is uh, when we begin to follow direction, God's will, I, don't, I really don't believe that God's will is tricky. I don't think he's trying to trick us or confuse us. I believe as we are, as the Bible says, if we seek his wisdom as we do for silver and material things and things we really want, that God's will, um, sometimes it's not always easy to follow, but it's, it's, it's clear to understand we're there. And those times Satan says, are you sure? And he throws all these confusions into our mind. That's how Satan does it. He, he doesn't always necessarily want us to see something you know, as wrong. 
uh, or really know what the other side is because he's, he's just a liar. He, doesn't, oh, he never gets his truth. He's just a liar. I think really for Christians what he wants is just to be confused or concerned, not 100% on God's will. And in doing that, since we sometimes don't know, I don't know if I can say no, here's what I want to encourage you today as we look at this passage. I think the big, sometimes the battle in our mind is um, this situation, um, this association, uh, this direction, how do I know? I don't necessarily have a lot of peace to let it happen, but I don't have a lot of tangible reasons to say no, whether to my family or to myself or to a direction for my life or things of that nature. And I, I'm not convinced, but I don't know why, and I'm struggling. Today's passage, I believe, is going to help us in getting an understanding of how we can get to that point. A few uh, episodes ago, we talked about those people who ref just refuse wisdom. They don't want anything to do with God's wisdom. Their own decision brings their own calamity. And then they talk about the desire for wisdom and how we have to seek it as we would silver or gold. And then it says when we do, there's a great protection. There's a guidance that God brings in our life. So then we kind of, there's a conclusion. He says, if we're looking for those things and then we get wisdom, what, here's what happens and here's what it protects us from. Uh, Proverbs 2, verse 10. When wisdom entereth into thine heart. So when I've accepted it and I've sought for it and I'm willing to follow it, now wisdom is now part of me. I'm listening to it and I'm beginning to gain. This is what happens when I'm willing to let wisdom be that guide. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. So when wisdom is entered into, now remember, we're talking about spiritual heart, our mind, what makes our decisions. And remember, our decisions are based upon our beliefs, and sometimes our beliefs are based on our perspectives. And so what I believe about God, what I believe about the Bible, what I believe about the biblical worldview will decide my decisions. That's why people can claim Christianity and do app and, and, and think about things and agree with things, the Bible clearly states no, because someone has given them a wrong perspective on the Bible. Well, I don't know if it's really there, the Bible, we don't take it literally, and so we get a wrong perspective, which establishes our belief, which establishes our actions. We believe that uh, thy word is a lamp unto thy feet and a uh, light unto thy path. I, I need to be in the word of God, but I have to start with the perspective that the word of God is what I need. It is true. It is quick and powerful. It is God's word. 100% of it is God's word. And not only was it inspired when it was written, it's been preserved for today. So what I have in front of me is God's word, and it is relevant and helpful even for 2020 in the midst of all of the chaos going on right now. So when wisdom, when I allow wisdom to enter my heart, and knowledge, truth is, is pleasant to thy soul. I want it. I will take it, and I allow it to my guide. Verse 11, he says, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. Discretion, we talk about this, discernment, discretion, judgment. I can judge a scenario, and discretion, judgment, discernment will help me. It will preserve me. It will guide me. It will protect me. Understanding shall keep thee, guard thee. The keep is the idea of a, of a um, military term, guard. It, it's going to be like a wall around the old cities. It'll guard thee. It'll keep thee. It'll keep you from the danger. So it'll preserve me. It'll guide me to direct me. It'll help me to understand. So here's what we're seeing. When I'm willing to listen to understanding and knowledge, and I'm, I'm seeking it, and when, it, when, I, when I get it, I do something with it. I, um, and James, we're told, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He gives to all men liberty and upbraideth not, and it will be given to you. 
But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He says, I ask for wisdom and God gives it. But when God gives it, I must accept the wisdom and knowledge that's been given. So he says, when I accept it, and knowledge is pleasant, I want to follow. This is what I've been seeking for. I'm a learner and I want to follow it. Then I will be preserved. I will be guarded. Here's, here's what these two verses say. In those scenarios as a parent, when I don't know exactly all that's going on or what's going to happen, when as a person making a decision in God's will, and I, I'm struggling, but I, wisdom's there, but I, or the Holy Spirit leading is there, but I, I'm not really sure. When I'm willing to do these things, that is where this wisdom comes from. That is where the Holy Spirit leading comes from. I'm in God's word. I'm in prayer. I'm growing in Jesus, and I allow him. And I be, what happens is I begin to, I, I learn more and more to recognize the voice of God. And as I do this, those scenarios where I'm not 100% sure, and what do I do here, what do I do there, my, my life, my kids, those people around me, what do I do? I, the, more I'm, the closer I am to God, the more I walk with God, the more I recognize his wisdom, his discretion, and these things will keep me and guide me, even though I don't always know what's coming, because I follow his wisdom. I don't always need to know everything. I won't know everything. There's no way possible. You know, people often say, man, hindsight's 2020. If I, if I knew today what I knew then, we never will. You know, I've heard people say this, um, man, if I could do it over again, I would have done it differently. Can I encourage you? I think every one of us would say that. When it's all said and done and all the events surrounding whatever decision we made are, are, are out there, I think all of us could sit back and say I would have reacted different, done this different, because now we have information we did not have at the time. That's, that's, that's a fact. But we're not, we're not making decisions based upon information we already know has happened. We're making decisions in real time. That's where discretion wisdom comes from. I get in the word of God and I say, Lord, give me guidance and wisdom and discretion knows going on. So let me read just a couple sections. Next, next what's it, eight verses or 10 verses talk about what we are going to be protected from in these. And I won't go down to detail. Some of it's, you know, you can read it. It, it, it makes, you know, I'll go through it, but it, it, a lot of it's pretty much common sense when you look at it. So it'll keep us. So what does it do in verse 12? It delivers thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things or perverse things, who leaves the paths of unrighteousness. They've left the paths of following God to walk in the ways of darkness. They rejoice to do evil, and delight in the forwardness of the wicked. So, um, whose ways are crooked and they and forward in their paths. So we start by saying that you get around somebody who apparently at one point followed right, but now is going wrong. And he says discretion will keep you from this kind of person. There are times, you know, we always tell teenagers, be careful who you spend time with. But that's the same thing with adults. Be careful who you allow to influence you, to fill your mind with thinking, to be part of your family. Be careful. Because uh, if you're not careful, they will begin to influence and, and ultimately begin to establish some of the direction you take. Wisdom, guidance from God will give us discernment in that area. But it's not just that. Then it goes on even further. Verse 16 says, to deliver thee from the strange woman, even the strange was flattereth with her words, who forsaketh the God of her youth and forgetteth the covenant of her God. Now, this one's unique. Remember this in context. You have to understand that Solomon is writing this to his son. So he talks about the temptation uh, of an evil woman. 
So he talks about these other people can lead you astray in their sweet words. They sound great. They sound wonderful. They, they sound sincere. But honestly, what they're doing, it's wrong. And only wisdom and discretion will keep you in that. Because then there's this great temptation that's going to come. And, and it's going to sound good in your body. And you're gonna, part of that temptation you want to do says this is why wisdom and discretion and, and seeking for these things seriously are so necessary. Because they guide you and protect you. And there's are two very specific things. Now, now, remember, we look at this. These things, ultimately, those are going wrong, will be dealt with. We have to look at right now. We won't know what's coming tomorrow. We don't know what God is trying to protect us from. But if we're right with God, we have that protection. What we need to do is say, Lord, I don't have peace. I can say, no, I don't have peace. I'm just not going to go there. Sometimes you will find out why. Sometimes you won't. The key does not come down saying, Lord, I'm going to say, no, please give me an answer five years down the road. We don't know that. He may never tell us why till eternity. What we know is that I follow God and I believe I, I'm right with God, I'm following God, and I'm just going to have to trust he's got a plan. And that's important. It's important as parents, it's important as individuals, we make decisions. Am I following God's lead? Am I seeking his wisdom? Am I in the word of God? Am I allowing the truth to become part of me or is it just something I know? Do I have knowledge? Because knowledge itself puffeth up. Or am I letting that knowledge direct and, and guide who I am and who I become and how I live. I think that's the important, that's the difference between wisdom. There's knowledge and there's wisdom. And, and wisdom is knowledge put into practice. And that's what we need to strive to allow ourselves to do, is to take that knowledge and let it become wisdom and change and guide who we are because it comes from the Word of God. Thank you for the opportunity to just share a few thoughts today from God's Word. I hope we will evaluate what we're looking at. Study, read this. You know, I just kind of glanced through the last section. Read it. Look at what it is that God wants to protect us from. Evaluate is it. Try to see how that's true in our life. What are some scenarios in our life where God, you know, where Satan's using other people to try and guide us? How about temptations that come in that and we're struggling with that God's wisdom can protect us from? Take some time and look at that section of Scripture and evaluate it practically. You, I can't even do that in this setting. It's for you to see, Lord, how does this apply to me today? Maybe write it down. Maybe just say, Lord, help me in these areas. A great tool to, to spend some time to allow this passage to go even beyond the few minutes we have together today. Thanks again for the time you've given us and the opportunity just to be part of your day. We hope you have a great afternoon, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. God bless.